suppose like a lot of people, I have been consuming quite a bit of information lately about ChatGPT. That is an artificial intelligence chatbot that was developed by the company OpenAI, and it was launched in November of last year. And it's basically a natural language processing tool that is driven by an artificial intelligence, and it allows people to have conversations and much more with the chatbot itself. And it does this by answering questions. It can assist you with uh, tasks like composing emails, essays, and codes. It could even, of course, write a high school paper. It's very interactive. And it does this by culling information from all reaches of the World Wide Web to come up with answers to basically human queries. It's a relatively new technology and one about which many people have many questions, but according to early reports based on the launch of uh, their latest model of this, ChatGPT4, millions have signed up for it. And this all brings me to a basic conversation that we seem as a society to be failing to have about technology. Anyone who's ever seen a kid with an iPhone has, and I'm talking about a young kid with an iPhone, has a very good idea, an analogy, if you will, for how our society with adults relates to technology, which is to say, we typically, without any kind of real questioning, other than how to use this thing, pick it up. But we never stop and ask the question, should we pick it up? We instead pick it up, start using it, start poking around, start exploring. And the impulse is a very natural one. If you put someone in the woods and they had nothing else to do, they would probably walk over to a tree and start looking at the fungi at the bottom of it. They might start observing the leaves. They might start noticing a whole bunch of other things that are occurring within that natural setting. And we do that with technology, but I would say we largely do that at great cost if the last 10 plus years of social media are any sort of warning sign for us. But here we go, we continue, and we are moving forward, and yet artificial intelligence of this manner, while it could have some benefits, could really be very dangerous for our society in a number of ways, including fundamentally altering our consciousness about what is true. And when you start thinking about some of the sinister governments out there, and we can talk about, of course, China and Russia, and there are a host of others, one can only imagine, who could use this sort of technology to spread all sorts of false information that people then consume on a wide scale, as they have with social media already, but this will be a much more intense version of it, and then become convinced that that false information is real information. Fundamentally, by taking information off the web, the artificial intelligence model here is ingesting false information. Because as we know, the web, just open up your Twitter feed or your TikTok or your Instagram, you will see is rife with all sorts of false information. But it is then 
turning it into an output. Its input is false, and then it's using that input to produce an output that is false, but false to a much larger audience, and therefore with a much greater impact. So, you know, I just think it's important for us as consumers to really start becoming much smarter and much more disciplined than we have been. Two other entities that come to mind as I bring up ChatGPT, and certainly we could apply others to this, but for my own purposes, it makes me think of Twitter and TikTok. And they are two platforms that in all these years, I have simply not engaged with. I've refused to. I do not have a Twitter account. I was made aware of Twitter uh, by a friend of mine when it first came out. He thought it would be a boon to my tennis instruction business at the time. I took one look at it and, and just wanted nothing to do with it. And I feel very uh, relieved, uh, mildly proud, but, but primarily simply relieved that I have not engaged with that technology. And I see the ways in which it has made our world worse. And I would certainly say that that's also the case with TikTok. And obviously, TikTok has a whole bunch of other ethical concerns right now tied to China. But I would just put this out there for uh, the listening public. How is it that one can, in the first place, in the first place, justify the use of Twitter, TikTok, and GPT? What is it that a person tells themselves, or perhaps doesn't tell themselves, to allow them to engage with this technology? The reason I ask this question is it seems to me that there is a fundamental conversation with oneself that we too often refuse to have before picking up this technology, before handing it off to our children who are the next generation of it. And I think that comes at great cost. And I think the introduction of ChatGPT ups the stakes exponentially. So I am perhaps running the risk of, of preaching here, but I really think that we need to put the brakes on this. What we've seen, by the way, in terms of putting the brakes on this is that our government is several and perhaps even more years behind what I would say is their moral duty to put some kind of breaking mechanism on this. And I understand there is a larger conversation to be had here about the, um, the efficacy and really the, the, the morality of uh, government involvement here. But if you look at the cost that we as a society, be it in America or a global society, has paid as a result of social media, it really should raise our interest. We could certainly say the same thing with TikTok. The government is just now, here in this country, getting around to having a real conversation about the perils of TikTok, not least of all because of its ties to China, and therefore the national security concern, the legitimate national security concern that TikTok presents. So we cannot expect our government to do this anytime soon with ChatGPT. They've been aware of it. Sam Altman is, is one of the creators of OpenAI, the company that has released ChatGPT. I've watched several interviews with him. I've read interviews with him. 
I have to say that he has actually been really sober in his thought process, and it seems to me quite forthright in expressing his concerns about this technology that he himself has created. He has said that he has been in contact quite frequently and quite intensely with several uh, officials within the government. But that doesn't mean that we are going to see action from our government in terms of putting a braking mechanism on this anytime soon. We should not, therefore, rely on that happening by way of our government anytime soon. So where does that leave us? That leaves us with ourselves and with the decisions that we choose to make about it. And I would say right now, much like ordering product after product after product from China at this time, if we are engaging with ChatGPT, we are potentially fueling a monster. And that is a very sobering thought, and I think it's one that all of us regardless of what we ultimately decide to do, have a responsibility to be very mindful about before engaging with it. I'm Dmitry Gatsiunas. Yunus.